What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. A second jury returned a verdict against Bayer over claims that its Roundup weed killer causes cancer. The trial now moves to a second phase to determine the company's liability and any damages for Edwin Hardiman, who sprayed the, who said that he sprayed the herbicide on his property for decades and that it caused his non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. These are just the first two cases out of more than 11,000. Joining me is Eric Gordon, a professor at the University of Michigan Law School and Business School. Eric, first describe the way the proceedings were split at buyer's request and to its advantage. Yeah, June, and that's actually an important point in the outcome here. Buyer convinced the judge to try the case in two separate phases so that jurors first would decide whether Roundup was a substantial factor in the plaintiff's cancer before the jury got to hear about alleged wrongdoing by the company, the alleged wrongdoing being in failing to warn people about cancer risks and maybe hiding evidence. So this was Bayer's this was Bayer's new card in their defense strategy. So will this second phase be a steeper climb for the defense as jurors will hear some damaging evidence, which you referenced, that Monsanto ghost wrote scientific literature to ensure that Roundup was not classified as carcinogenic? Yeah, now the jury is going to get to hear the uh, emotionally flammable evidence, the the evidence that, if believed, makes Bayer look like really bad people. The exact evidence, this is a, it was that nature of the evidence that made Bayer want it not to be in the first phase, so they got kind of a clean decision about, uh, about uh, whether it caused cancer. So it only gets worse for Bayer. The company insists that the active ingredient in the herbicide does not cause cancer. Buyer's share price has dropped since its acquisition of Monsanto in June. Will it continue to face these lawsuits until it changes the ingredients in Roundup? Yeah, and maybe even after then, because the lawsuits are about people who say they were hurt by the old ingredients. And, June, what's going on here is there's sort of two levels of reality. There's some level of scientific reality. Bayer says there are many, 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 many studies, including studies that had nothing to do with, that say it doesn't cause cancer. The EPA didn't require a warning. European people didn't require a warning. That's one level. But there's another level, and the other level is what jurors will believe. And what jurors will believe is what turns into judgments and financial liabilities and the risk to the stock price. Success is more than the final destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's discipline. It's teamwork. And it's the drive and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's what Stiefel's been doing for over 130 years. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel's become one of the fastest-growing wealth management and investment banking firms in the country. 
Our financial advisors go beyond traditional wealth management to provide clients with direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises and a leading middle market investment bank because success is the drive it takes to keep climbing, the passion to keep investing, the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Start your journey at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. According to Bloomberg Intelligence, the settlement value of all the cases would be more than $5 billion. Will this verdict edge the company to a settlement, or is it too soon? Yeah, I think it's too soon. You don't want to settle... You don't want to settle on something that looks like weakness and a loss. So I, I, th- I don't think they're ready to settle. I think they're ready to continue their battle. It's, it's one jury. Uh, it's, we don't know what another jury would be. It's not good news for buyer, but it is just one jury. The last jury returned a verdict of $289 million, which was reduced by a judge to $78.6 million. So they were very unhappy with the way Monsanto conducted itself over the years. Yeah, that was a socket to him verdict. Uh, it's a technical legal term. <laughs> um, uh, you know, the, the, if you get the jury mad at the defendant and the defendant is a big corporation, then you can really get these big verdicts that the judges cut down and even the $78 million one might be cut down further on appeal. Now, this judge, and apparently he was almost bent over backwards for Bayer during the first part of the trial and made sure that a lot of evidence didn't get in at this point. But now at the second part of the trial, he's being a little more expansive. And he said, he wrote that there is strong evidence from which a jury could conclude that Quote, Monsanto does not particularly care whether its product is in fact giving people cancer, focusing instead on manipulating public opinion and undermining anyone who raises genuine and legitimate concerns about the issue. So if the judge feels that there's strong evidence, what's the jury likely to feel? Oh, boy, you never know. But that wasn't uh, that was not good news. Um, Actually, uh, Joel Rosenblatt, uh, one of your Bloomberg colleagues, wrote something that I, I read this morning on my uh, on my terminal that uh, covers this really well. Did a really good piece. Um, the judge was uh, very fair to Bayer, um, maybe in part because the judge wanted this uh, verdict to be bulletproof, uh, difficult to appeal. So one result is that one ground for appeal that Bayer has tried to use, which is that these these uh, trials should be separated into two phases, that went away because uh, the judge, Judge Schraubier, gave them the two phases. So th- that's the extra bit of bad news. This, this is going to be a, a tougher one to appeal if Bayer in the end loses uh, some another big judgment. So there are several more trials already scheduled in California and St. Louis. Does Bayer learn from these from the prior trials? Do they change their strategy? 
Yeah, whenever you try, whether you win or lose, you 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 review everything. You review everything that you think worked with the jury, everything you think didn't work with the jury. You've seen a little bit more about what the other side is going to say and what they're going to do to tear your pace, your case apart. So uh, when you have a series of trials, when you have these like kind of mass mass tort kinds of things with series of trials, um, the, the really important thing to do in these early cases is to learn as much as you can. And they are learning a great deal, I assume, because these cases also are, are rather long. They're not, they're not short cases by any means. This next phase is expected to be about two weeks long of the second phase of this trial. Thanks so much, Eric. That's Eric Gordon. He's a professor at the University of Michigan Law School and Business School. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.